Hello and welcome to our interview with Crystal Jugarab, who is a founder of Book of Bijou and Empowered by Women. And she is just amazing. She's a mom, she's a CEO, multiple CEO, right? And we are here with you to talk about wholehearted life and business, how to create it really from within so we can be happy, even if, if we are sad, I would say it like that, <laughs> how we can be happy, even if we are tired and how, how can we be happy just when we are happy. So let's dive deep. And Crystal, I'm so happy that you're here. Could you tell us more about your day-to-day -day life as a, is it, are you a double CEO? I would say. <laughs> You can definitely say that I am also um, juggling a full-time job. But before I get into that, first of all, Polly, thank you so much for having me here today. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. Um, first of all, I love the title of your podcast, Female Gentle Leaders. Um, it's something that I resonate with deeply and I think something that will really align with what our topic is today. Um, but yes, I am a mother of two beautiful little girls. I have a little boy coming in a little over a month <laughs> that I'm very excited for. Um, I still have a full-time job, but I also have two businesses. So I have a product line, which like you said, is Book of Bijou. It's a jewelry line um, where it's an organizer designed to look like a coffee table book to keep all of your jewelry really efficiently organized, but in a very chic way. Um, and then pretty shortly after launching our product line, we also expanded into our community platform, Empowered by Women. That was at the beginning of 2022, and that community has really been thriving. And I, I want to also go back to what you said about being happy and tired, because right before this call, we were just talking about <laughs> what time it is. It is 5 a.m. where I am, and I did go to bed pretty late, but it's also because I'm very excited about what I'm doing. And I'm up at 5 a.m. here now because I'm also excited to be chatting with you. So despite the lack of sleep, everything that is happening is really fueling me up um, and excited for, it makes me excited to be up and awake and lack of sleep or, or full of sleep. I am so happy to be here. And it's so incredible. And thank you for being here at 5 a.m. I don't know if I could look so amazing as you can at 5 a.m. Just bowing to your beauty. <laughs> and when I saw, and please go and follow Crystal on both of or on all of her social media, because the book of Bijou, even if, as I just looked at it on social media, it looks so amazing. So my question is, how did you go from Book of Bijou to Empowered by Women? Because it could seem like far away, right? One is a product-based business. The other one is community. You're doing, doing networking events, right? So how, right? The how is there. I think they're actually quite connected. And I knew as soon as I made the decision to launch Book of Bijou, that eventually there was also going to be some component of it that was very community centric. And that is because back in the day, I used to sell jewelry. I was an independent stylist and I had this incredible community of women around me. And it was women that were super ambitious and super excited about what they're doing. 
um, and had this energy that I was just in love with. And I loved being around and it helped me to get excited about what I was doing. So I knew going into my own business, I wanted to create, recreate that community for myself, right? A lot of people say that entrepreneurship is lonely. I say that it absolutely does not have to be by any means. <laughs> so it was only, you know, a few months after launching Book of Bijou that we created the Empowered by Women platform. But it was immediately when we launched Book of Bijou that I went into it knowing, okay, I really want to connect with other people. I want this to be a journey that not that just I'm on, but that I can bring people on that we can do together. I want it to be really community made. I want to lead very transparently, like, like I'm just hanging out with my friends and, and showing up because I'm doing something that I love and I want that love to come through because I want them to fall in love with it too, right? So what started simple enough is, you know, let me make some connections. Of course, I have to build my audience because I was starting from scratch. Um, Sorry, I just got an edit. <laughs> um, I, I still wanted to create this space where, where I can be wholly me and I could show up really excited about the things that I wanted to do. And I could share all of my big dreams and also like my toughest struggles. I wanted to create that space and not have this facade of, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing business. Like everything has been smooth sailing. It's been an overnight success. No, I wanted connection. That is the way that I see my future life to be surrounded by so many incredible people, whether they're entrepreneurs or not. Um, so what started simply enough is, you know, me doing joint collaborations and giveaways to build our audience. I just kept saying, okay, what can I do to take these relationships to the next level where I'm really getting to know the women that I'm working with? So we started doing our own podcast interviews and then that turned into um, hosting market so I can be surrounded by this energy in person. And that turned into launching our online woman-owned small business directory. And it's just been this very natural progression and a really amazing snowball effect where I just keep leaning into this feels really good and the community is really responding to this and I'm getting really excited about this. So what can I keep on doing in this area to keep building on things that I love doing and really create this amazing life that I want to live in? I love that snowball effect, how you called it. And I always feel it in my business and in the business of my clients that it really comes down to the point when we do more of what we love. So thank you for the question, because we need to ask it for ourselves, right? Every day, at least once per day, to just say, what's more? What could I do more? How could I just enjoy it even more, right? And um, for me, it's the same. I have my platform in Czech Republic and we are, in May, we are hosting a Bitcoin conference. And even now, when we open the stage for speakers to come in and say, okay, I want to be a speaker, that was a big thing for me, that I wanted to open the stage and just 
allow the women to say, I want to be to be standing there, right? To just really open our hearts. And I love that that what you said about authentic business, right? You are not there for your community to just say how everything is amazing and everything is working out for them to maybe sometimes feel like crap that something isn't working for them, but just to be yourself, your whole self. And the more we talk about it, I think the the better the world and our businesses can be. Because our good girls, right, the internal good girls tend to not show when we are tired or in a bad mood or something isn't working. And why, right? How is it for you when something isn't working? Is it normal just to share it? Or how did you come to the point that I think that maybe now it's okay, right? But how did you come to that point? That is a great question. And it was pretty early on in our journey with Book of Bijou that things were not working. (laughs) And it took me by surprise. Okay, well, I will first say that I knew at some point things were not going to work out the way that I expected them to. And I think it's so important to go into business knowing that, right? So it's not taking you by surprise. What did take me by surprise was how early it happened. Um, But it was in that moment also that I I really reflected on, okay, this is is the kind of business that I want to create. This is the kind of leader that I want to be. And I reflected on what I was just talking about, how I want to show up in a way that allows this community that I'm going to create to show up with me, to be a part of that journey. And while it was tough, what really kept me going at first was knowing why I was doing it. It was really interesting because when I hit that lowest low point, my girls were also sick at the time. And I felt like I was going to have my first breakdown in business, like my first mental breakdown. And then one of my daughters came up to me coughing and then everything about my business, it didn't even matter anymore. It was all trivial. What was I doing it for? I'm doing it for my girls. I'm doing it to create a life that I love and a life that they can see and recognize that they're also creating a life that they love a life that they are so excited about and they're so worthy of. And I wanted to do it to create financial freedom and time freedom so I can spend that time with them and I can really be present in their lives as much as it feels like sometimes business pulls us away from family, right? So that is what grounded me and brought me back to reality. This is why you're doing what you're doing. You need to keep going. And then because I had already known that I made that decision to lead with transparency, to lead with authenticity. I said, okay, I'm going to show up on IG stories and tell people what's going on and tell people how heartbroken I am and how disappointed I am that I'm not able to deliver what I expected to be able to deliver, to deliver to them. And that was a really incredible moment of my journey because as defeating it felt with what we were dealing with with manufacturing, it was eye-opening in terms of how I was gonna continue to build my community. 
again, it was very early on in the journey. So I hadn't made a lot of relationships and connections just yet, but I showed up and I just let it all out there. And I feel like I did so with grace. <laughs> okay. I wasn't out there just bawling my eyes out saying, oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> but I was being honest about what was happening and that I was still going to show up and I was still going to do my best to deliver for them, even though it might be on a delayed timeline. And the most magical thing happened. People started reaching out to me, people that I hadn't connected with yet saying, oh my gosh, I, I totally feel your pain. Oh my gosh, I've been there. I'm so sorry to hear that. Let me know if you need anything. Let me know if you need anything. These are from people that I haven't even connected with yet. And some really beautiful relationships started forming from what felt like the lowest point in my business because I allowed myself to just show up in a very real and authentic way and show people how I was feeling and what I was going to do to keep moving forward. And people resonate with that authenticity and people want to help other people. People want to connect with other individuals. People want the same community that I want. And that really solidified my, okay, yes, this really is how I'm meant to move forward with my life, move forward with my business, not hold back anymore. It's okay to be vulnerable. I mean, it doesn't always feel fun, but there is a beauty in it and people resonate with that. That's so true. And thank you for sharing because I can imagine how hard it was at that moment. Even knowing what to say, I know that I do it too with my community when it feels okay, right? And It's, it's, it's as with you, right? The connection that we made in these moments are amazing. And I loved what you said, how when your kid was sick in the same moment, the importance was different right from that second, right? And it's I feel that it's because we dig so deep in the business that even if we know our deep why, we might feel more awful, right? If something isn't working, when we don't put it in the context of our lives and the long-term visions, right? And our kids, and it's so great. So my other question is you juggling motherhood, full-time job, <laughs> we need to know more, and the two businesses, how do you do it? Okay, I understood that it's okay for you to sleep for hours. <laughs> or five but i believe it's just sometimes right but how do you do that you're a superwoman i appreciate that i don't always believe that i am <laughs> um but i will say that you make time for what's important to you right this interview was important to me working on the projects that i was working on last night was important to me because like i said i know the life that i want to live in the future that I want to start living as soon as possible today. Um, and that's a life that excites me where I get to be really creative, where I get to chat with incredible women like you. And I think a lot of times the conversation around motherhood and juggling entrepreneurship is how difficult it is and all the guilt that you feel. But there's also so many little beautiful nuances 
in it too. And it really is about having grace with yourself. Of course, the mom guilt, I, I don't know a parent that has never felt the guilt, but in my journey and with, with my mindset, especially, I've really learned to grow a lot in grace. And it's funny because we as mothers, we're always the cheerleaders for our kids, right? You can do whatever you want to do. You can, you can be whoever you want to be. And we're constantly preaching that, constantly telling him that. Go, go for your dreams. Dream big. You don't have to do what everyone is telling you to do. You don't have to limit yourself. But so often we as moms, we don't actually do that for ourselves. It's just a mantra we keep repeating for our babies. But it's also a mantra we need to keep repeating for ourselves as well. And while it is difficult to juggle it all, like I probably said a million times already, I know what kind of life I want to create for myself in the future. And this is worth it to me. This is important to me. And it's also important to me to be able to be a living example of what I'm preaching to my girls and soon-to-be boy on a daily basis. I, I think a lot of times we often put pressure on ourselves of how we're showing up, how consistently, how big, how perfect everything looks. But when I launched Empowered by Women, I, I didn't know what it was going to look like. What I knew was the energy that I wanted to create, the space that I wanted to create. And I really allowed myself to lean into that. I didn't have this five-year plan. I didn't have all the details laid out. I wasn't posting every single day like some social media people will tell you or creating reels that take forever for me to create. It doesn't work for me. I can't time block my schedule. I showed up when I could show up. And I think people underestimate how powerful it is, all of those little steps that you can make on a day-to-day -day basis. Even if you just do one thing because that's all that you can handle that day, you showed up not only for your business, but for yourself, right? I look at what I do as a form of self-love. I've always known that I wanted to be a mom, but I've always known that I was also going to be an entrepreneur. And it's partly my mission to remind moms that you are more than just a mom if that's what you want to be. You are not limited to that role and to that title. So just because motherhood starts doesn't mean all of your dreams are off the table. I, when I became a first-time mom in 2018, I used my creative side to really find my way back to who I was. And it was a struggle to juggle all of that. But then I started to really work on reframing my perspective and recognize that by being very intentional about carving out time for myself and through this business that I'm so passionate about, it allows me to reconnect to who I am and who I want to be as a person, as a leader, and as a mother that by the time I am able to be back with my babies, I'm more patient, I'm more grateful, I'm more empathetic, I am more open and communicative and, and excited again. And it really allows me to be both very present in my business and then very present when, when, when I'm with them.
because I cherish that time even more so, right? Because I've just spent some time away from them. So it's a lot of reframing your perspective, recognizing that those little things do make such a big impact. Don't be so hard on yourself. Have some grace with yourself. You are doing amazing if you're doing all of these things. Even if you're not taking big strides, you are still taking those steps that will continue to compound. And if you just keep leaning into that, by the end of the year, you will have done a lot, right? And you will have done a lot of things that you really love. Oh, I could just listen to you all day long. <laughs> and I feel how similar we have we are in how we work with our time. And I often felt like when I'm creating my business and when I have the time for my business, I'm relaxing from my family, right? I'm having me time. <laughs> and then I'm with my family and I'm taking time off from my business. So every part of my life is fueling me towards the other. And it, it feels like a great balance, even if it means that some days we work more, right? Some days we are more with our families. But this is for me what made sense all along to just enjoy both in whatever feelings I feel, but just enjoy it. And exactly as you said, do the steps. And your kids are still really small, but do you see how they react on when you are working? Because as, as you said before, we tell them they can do and be whatever, right? But I bet it's different when we just tell them and we don't live it and they can feel it energetically that it's not a match. But with you, they have that match, right? You're not only saying it, you are living it. They can see it. Do you, do you feel it on them or can you already now tell how it's impacting them? I absolutely can't answer that question. Um, so first, kind of going back to before, I feel like I'm in a, a good place with how I reframe things and how I look at my balance between work and life, my personal life, right? But before, when the mom guilt was still very heavy, the way that I was working was I was just bringing my laptop everywhere I was going with them, right? And I was constantly trying to do that because I, I had to be present physically present, even though I wasn't mentally present because I was still halfway in my business and halfway with them. I thought that's how it had to be done just to be able to get things done. Um, and there wasn't a lot of communication there. There wasn't a lot of vulnerability yet that early in my business. Now I've gotten to the point where I'm excited to talk about what I'm doing and to tell them why I'm doing every little thing, right? Oh, mommy has to wake up early because I have to talk to this incredible woman because this is how you build connections. This is how you build this business that I'm trying to build. And every single moment becomes a learning opportunity. And whenever I can bring them in on the process, like if I'm packing orders or if I'm trying to do something creative and like build a beautiful graphic or whatever, I show them what I'm doing and they, I let them be a part of it so that they can also feel that energy, right? And that they can get excited about it too. 
I was so excited when I hosted my first market. It was a market of 20 beautiful women-owned vendors. And I got to bring my two little girls and they got to walk around to all the booths and see all of these women doing amazing things. And I think because I've really opened the doors to them about what it is that I'm doing, it's not just like, mommy got to go to work, talk to you in an hour. It's very open. It's very transparent. They're really seeing what I'm doing and why I'm showing up, despite how young they are. I definitely think they're like, oh, okay, I like what mommy's doing. Seems like she's having fun. It seems like she really enjoys what she's doing. And I've also seen it spark that kind of creative light in them. I really think my oldest daughter is also going to be an entrepreneur. Um, just because of the way that she behaves now, obviously no pressure. She really can do whatever it is that she wants to do, but she has like a million different businesses within the house, right? Her hair salon, her nail salon, she's an artist, whatever. She does all of her little things. And she talks about like, this is what my business is going to be called. And you can see that all of the work that I've been doing on my own mindset because I've been very open about it with my family, that mindset is trickling down to my girls too, which I think is so beautiful. So again, like you said, I'm not only telling them, you really can do whatever you want. I'm showing them, go do it. Sometimes it takes sacrifice and you do have to work hard and you do have to stop playing for an hour so you can take care of it. But if that's what you wanna do with your life, then go ahead and show up for it. You have that authority to make that decision for yourself. So those are all of the beautiful little things that I feel like don't get talked about enough when it comes to juggling motherhood and being a business owner. It really can be this beautiful intertwining if you allow it to be, right? And my daughter is now 10. So she is a business owner too. And I also see in her how proud she is of me. So for example, when in November, my book came out that we wrote with Women Thrive, she told her teacher. So she was asking, can I bring one book to my teacher? And I said, of course. Uh, then she wanted a picture with this book. Uh, she asked me if she can have the first copy for herself that she wants to read it too. And this is exactly what we are talking here, right? We are, if we are walking the talk, we are not doing it only for our, like only for our communities and for other women, but we are doing it for our little women and our little boys that need it too. So on, on Sunday, I was leaving for the entire day with my clients. And normally my little boy, wouldn't be so happy with me leaving on a weekend when he just wants to play all day. But I said, I'm looking forward to see my clients. We are going to enjoy the entire day. So he went to me, he hugged me and say, mommy, have an amazing day. And I started crying. Like oh. when something like that tells you a five-year-old boy, mommy, enjoy your day without thinking of himself like he knows he will be missing me but he thinks about me and he knows I will enjoy it 
that for me is exactly the reason why I'm doing it, you are doing it from our hearts. So thank you for sharing that. And my last question, is there something you just feel that needs to be said to maybe nicely conclude our talk? There's so many things I could say. <laughs> um, but I would definitely say that if any of you that are watching, that are listening, you have that kind of gnawing sensation at your soul that you should be doing something or that you just really want to be doing, just go and do it, right? Life is way too short to be holding us back. And we often just overcomplicate it and overthink it and always focus on the negatives or the what ifs, the wrong what ifs. But it's really important to focus on the really beautiful what ifs. What if everything works out? What if making that decision to show up is the start of this brand new life that you are so in love with? Even it's just something little, Again, you know, we're all strapped for time. We're all busy. We're all juggling a million things, but you are so worth carving out that little bit of time for yourself to do something that you truly love. And you never know what that can ignite, right? What that spark can ignite. Maybe you'll recognize, wow, this does feel really good. And that is going to be the start of your momentum. And you'll start allowing yourself to lean into it more and more. Stop waiting to create an amazing life for yourself. Stop living for other people. Just do what you want and live and be happy and create that incredible vision that you have in your head that's been dying to get out. It wants to get out. It wants to be free. And you are so incredibly worthy of it. So. For everyone that's listening, I just hope that you show up for yourselves and recognize how worthy you are. And I will end it with the words of Crystal that she said before. You don't need a five-year plan. Just enough to feel the energy of what you want to create and do it. At least one step. Even if we know what to do, only one step ahead, it's enough. We will create more steps as we go forward. And I'm so looking forward to see what we all can create here. Crystal, thank you for being here. I'm excited for everybody to connect with you, to see what's happening in your world, to see the book of Bijou, because it's so pretty. I think I will soon need to buy it. <laughs> And thank you for being here. And for all of you who are listening and to our podcast too, don't forget to follow so you can get more of these inspirational talks and deep dives into the topics of gentle leadership of females and just parents and amazing people. Thank you, Crystal. And for all of you, have an amazing day. Thank you, Polly. Thank you, Polly.